Welcome to Pure Conversation. This week's guest is mutual fund lawyer, George Silfen. Um, you're recording? All right. How did you get into mutual fund law? Okay. Because uh, nobody just grows up and wants to be a mutual fund lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and my parents didn't even know what a mutual fund was. <laughs> um, I mean, until at some point. Um, so... The reason why I got into it is because the firm that I happened to, the law firm that I ended up uh, interning at during my summers at law school, their hallmark of that firm was mutual fund law. So I wanted to get into the best practice of that firm, which happened to be mutual fund law. And I also heard that that's, that was a good practice in terms of uh, lifestyle, where um, it wasn't transactional and it was more uh, practice that you would have more control of your life. Uh, so anyway, so it stuck from that firm on and for since 19, excuse me, 1994, that's what I've been doing. So we, we understand that your uh, part of your specialty is not just standard mutual funds, but alternative mutual funds. So can you tell us maybe first a little bit, you know, what's the difference and uh, maybe a little bit about uh, your experience in, uh, al in alternative mutual fund. Okay. So uh, in, in my world, the opposite of a mutual fund is a hedge fund. But I use the term mutual fund, mutual fund as referring to something as the opposite of a hedge fund. A hedge fund is an unreg unregulated fund in general. I mean, it's regulated, but nowhere near a mutual fund meaning it's a hedge fund is not registered under the Investment Company Act of 1940. Mutual funds and other registered funds are. So my expertise was um, having a practice serving traditional mutual funds, which are regulated under the 1940 Act. But there are many hedge fund managers and private equity fund managers who want to explore and want to diversify their own product line and want to get into the registered fund space because they want to expand the distribution of their product. And because right now hedge, hedge funds, you know, are only sold to a limited amount of people, uh, to very rich people in general. Mutual funds, registered funds can be sold to the public generally. And so some managers want to get greater footprint and therefore want to get into the registered fund space. So I want, I help those managers develop registered product. And I felt that that was an area of growth. And, uh, and that's why I uh, tried to get into that uh, niche, niche, niche space. Does that, so in the alternative uh, funds, um, you know what? What type of assets are you are you normally talking about that are that are in that category? Um, I think it's more the manager. Uh, mm -hmm. So if the manager is quote an alternative manager, meaning their products are hedge funds or mm -hmm. private equity funds, yeah. then they have alternative product. Okay. If and if they don't have if they're not a traditional mutual fund manager, they're an alternative manager. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have a hedging strategy per se. 
It doesn't mean that they have a, a liquid strategy per se, or that there's some exotic asset that they're investing in per se. It's just the fact that their market is a private, unregulated, you know, a private market um, which sold exclusively to uh, wealthy investors or institutions. And, and what would just be the difference? I mean, why would someone go to it, go through that route as opposed to a more regulated route? Because it's much less burdensome, costly uh, to run a hedge fund than it is a mutual fund or registered fund. You have less regulations, you have less SEC exposure, less, fewer shareholders to deal with. Got it. Yeah. So talking about alternative funds, now there's a lot of hype at the moment with cryptocurrencies. Do you have any funds that you deal with who are now using crypto or are you very against it? I'm not against it. I just don't have any clients that are uh, uh, employing those strategies. Mm -hmm. and, and do you think that will change now with a lot of uh, I thought it would looking change. into it? Like two years ago, it was, it was hot. And then... Mm -hmm died now it's hot again and uh i don't know it might I'm not do think, sure do you think that it has to do more with the nature uh meaning I, there's a lot of debate and i see this and i and i find some odd things in terms of like uh how they that they, they that the government views uh cryptocurrencies almost like a commodity so do you think the nature of why funds aren't doing it is is because of you know, crypto, it's not exactly a currency. It's not exactly an asset. Do, do, are they avoiding it because of that issue? Or do you think it's just, um, you know, not uh, not what the type of manager? Uh, I think managers have their expertise. And if this isn't their expertise, that's not what they're looking to manage. You know, managers that I deal with are debt managers, credit managers, global long short equity managers. They don't invest. That's this isn't their strategy asset class that they uh at least not yet that they've developed uh an expertise in. Okay. And so what is the process of building a mutual fund? Like it's some of the key steps. Key step is first the most important thing is and I tell clients who are all think about doing a registered fund. Remember, mutual fund, by the way, we keep using the term mutual fund. Mutual fund is an open-end registered yeah. fund. You can have a closed-end registered fund. An open-end registered fund is one that you, you go in and out of, you can go in and out every day at the value of the portfolio. Yeah. Closed-end fund, you can't go out every day. You could go in, but you can't go out every day. By definition, that's what makes a closed end. Um, some closed end funds trade on stock exchanges, and that's how people get liquidity. Some closed end funds, um, the they do tender offers to give people some liquidity to come out, um, and they to, they buy back shares at value to let people go out. So anyway, so in doing a registered fund, the bottom the first question that I ask any client is, how are you going to sell this fund? I'd love to do product, but I want to make sure you're going to tell me what, why do you think you're going to be able to raise $100 million, let's say, over the first year or so? Because I really think you need $100 million in order to at least break even 
uh, to run one of these kinds of products. So they have to have a credible distribution plan. And even though it's got nothing to do with legal steps, I think it's important. Uh, and I want to be upfront with a, with a client, a prospective client, to go over what it takes to make the fund uh, financially successful and to go over their distribution strategy. The legal steps involved, the most important first step is drafting and filing a prospectus or registration statement with the SEC. It sits at the SEC for a certain amount of time. The SEC comes back with comments. You have to, have, you have to organize an independent board. At the end of the day, the whole process to set up a registered fund is probably around, if things go relatively smoothly, I'd say somewhere between four to five months. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, do, is there a difference between the, uh, open end versus closed end in terms of registry, or it probably closed end? It's very fast. Very, very. Okay. And then, what type of what what are the usual type of questions you find in uh, your practice? Are they more in terms of building mutual funds? Are they more in terms of things like uh, I don't know um, issues about having I don't know maybe cannibalization between multiple funds, like what type of questions uh, do you usually deal with? The, the average day-to-day -day questions are running the business, running the strategy, uh, disclosure, this is what I want to do, this is what I want to change, this is what we're trying to accomplish, you know, how can we do it, how do we change this, how do we disclose this, how do we, uh, we want to, you know, it, it's, it's managing the existing funds, uh, new funds and new products, you know, they're, they don't happen all the time. Um, so, and then once you start the fund, you're dealing with more managing again. So helping clients manage the day-to-day -day of disclosure, dealing with investor questions, dealing with service provider questions, dealing with portfolio manager questions, dealing with uh, helping the board get ready to do, to satisfy its responsibilities. Right, um, I, and then I, I add a, some of the follow-up question. There seems to be a lot of conflict, meaning if someone, if someone has multiple funds, a, a company or a manager, there seems to be like a lot of conflict that goes on with it. For example, let's just take, for example, like Vanguard. I don't know, I don't know if you, but um, you know, Vanguard has hundreds and, you know, hundreds, maybe even thousands of funds, mutual ETFs, et cetera. Uh, so the, the question is, um, being that you know some funds that have one strategy and funds on, and other funds have other strategies, can isn't there sort of a conflict of interest where sometimes um, maybe one fund might leverage the fact that another you know you can have conflicts when you have multiple products, especially uh, well you could have conflicts if you have multiple products with the same strategy. You could have conflicts in multiple products with different strategies. You could have conflicts with the same strategy because let's say there's some opportunity available and there's a limited amount of it and you, uh, let's say an IPO or something, and it's eligible to go into the two funds that you manage that have the same strategy, which fund gets that IPO? Which fund gets that investment opportunity if it's suitable for both funds? And, and there are, you know, so that has to be managed and most, all credible managers have what's called an investment allocation policy, where they, they're required by law to allocate their opportunities fairly and equitably. 
They take into account cash available, tax requirements of the client, of the fund, of the, of the fund's investors. They take into account risk tolerance. Some funds may look like they have a similar strategy, but they have a greater risk tolerance. So all these factors go into and are put it. Most important thing is you have a policy. And if a particular acute conflict comes up, then you try to document if you're accepting away from your normal policy of allocating pro rata, you have to document a rationale as to why you're doing so in case some, like somebody like the SEC comes and asks. Got it. And then I guess a final question to wrap this up. Um, you know, recently I saw an article that there are more funds than there are, um, you know, things on for, in the stock market. There are more, suddenly there are more pure mutations of the market than there are in the market. Uh, Is it, is there, is there too much? Is, is the market too saturated? What, what do you think the future is this industry? It's exploding beyond anyone's wildest dream in the last year. Yeah, decade. I think the consolidation is going to continue. You're going to see funds consolidate, many funds. Uh, there'll be fewer funds. We have too many mutual funds. But I don't think we have too many alternative registered funds, what I call public alternative funds, closed-end uh, alternative funds, those there aren't that many of, and I still think there's room for growth there. Uh, but I think when it comes to mutual funds, alter regular mutual funds, I think the market is uh, saturated with product. And what's going to happen is whichever funds are the hot funds that have the greatest Morningstar rating this year and are the hot funds, those are the ones the assets will chase. Um, and others, you know, will lag. All right. Thank you very, very much, George, for your time. Really, really insightful information. So thank you for um, providing that to us and for our listeners. And I definitely have learned a lot. And I hope Joseph and the rest of our listeners um, will do. So thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me.